0: and welcome to Idols, Icons, and Iroles, Rolls, a Survivor recap podcast. We're your hosts Nell and Peter. We're so glad you're joining us as we break down and analyze the craziest and most memorable moments of every single season of Survivor.
1: Be sure to follow us on Instagram at idols.icons.eyerolls for behind the scenes clips, outtakes, and important updates. Interested in making a guest appearance to talk about your favorite season of Survivor? Reach out to us at idols.icons.eyerolls at gmail.com. All right, so we are on to episode three.
0: Season 33, baby!
1: (laughs) Um, Right off the bat, a small disclaimer, um, Nell stands this season a lot more than me, so... It's so good. (laughs) I'm hoping that I can still contribute as much as she does, but I think you might hear her commentary a little bit more this evening.
0: Apologies on that, but... (laughs) what can I say? Um, this season is Millennials v Gen X. So the tribes are split into um, Millennials. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and Gen X as the name um, this season would suggest. Um, for those of you who maybe don't know what that means, they're split by generation and by ages.
0: Yeah, that's split. what I was trying to say. There, it's, it's split by ages. I feel like going into it, I was, stop laughing at me. I feel like going into it, I did like millennials a lot more, but they picked, they picked some interesting. (laughs) I was going to say,
1: I didn't know when we were going to get to this point, but just talking about the simple job professions of everyone to me, I appreciate it, but they were definitely doing a bit and a skit. Yeah. When they selected everyone. I'm like, michaela who was on the millennials tribe i'm trying to remember exactly what her title was resort staycation salesman or something like that it was just the most ridiculous
0: well then there's also like not michelle or is it michelle no the other is it michelle that she's the like literal what's missionary the literal machine. Yeah. I was like, girly pop. Yeah. And I think the only person with a real job that actually, maybe I'm making too broad, but Zeke had like the realest sounding job that I remember. I'm like,
1: okay, social commentary right now. How are we describing?
0: Uh, no, but like, real in, job. And the way that I think like that was a purposeful casting. Vacation
1: like, Club Sales. That was Michaela's title.
0: I'm saying like, I think that was purposeful in the you know social experiment of this season was like which generation's mindset or like work ethic is going to like prove them better the gen x was all like we were walked miles to school they didn't say that but they were like (laughs) they they were exactly
1: what you parents would say if they were ever on this show
0: Exactly. And the millennials were like, we're young and we kind of like to do whatever we want. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they really pointed out the differences, the stereotypes of yeah. millennials and gen X.
0: But it yeah. was an, another really fun one to start because again, no returning players. So really getting just all new exciting people, no one you've seen before and There's just lots of interesting, interesting players for sure.
1: So I guess we'll just jump in to episode one as they figure out that they're, you know, split into these tribes and starts off with, let's figure out who's youngest and oldest. And Will on the Millennials tribe was a high school student. Literally
0: in high school.
1: (laughs) I cannot imagine.
0: I can't get over the fact that he just left school for, <laughs> to be a survivor. That's insane that any school would approve, approve of that.
1: Yeah. No, I I can't imagine personally. Um, and then what? The oldest guy was Paul? Paul, Did but I mean? Paul.
0: could not tell you his age.
1: Like 50-something? I don't yeah, know.
0: Maybe old. But Split Off
1: was in the mid-30s.
0: Yeah, classic survivor. They had like a, th- a minute or like three minutes to go through this pile of things in the jungle jungle and like grab any of the supplies they might need. And again, this was like a very classic. There were things that you could pick from. You could take like one or the other. Right. And again, it was supposed to be like, which would Millennial or Gen X's decision be better? But the very important thing that happened during the scramble was Jessica, one of the players on the Gen X tribe, finds this envelope during the scramble. So she like puts it in her pocket. And when she goes back to camp, she reads that she has found this new thing called the legacy advantage but the advantage was unspecified she would have to wait like she would have to be in the game on day 36 to play it but if she was out she like could will the legacy to someone else yeah so that's a pretty freaking exciting thing to find minutes into the game right (laughs) and then again classically built setting up their camps was chaos yeah no one like knows what they're doing there's i don't know just so many fights about like what the right move is what should be built and then of course it's horrifically
1: like cyclone season in fiji and jeff probe says get your shelters built quick yeah he was like you have
0: to more than ever (laughs) but then For the first time ever they actually got to be evacuated for the one night because there was a legitimate cyclone they like came back in the morning which was probably good because millennials were set up to fail they had nothing put together gen x wasn't much better they had more of a shelter than millennials did millennials the
1: tree fell on their shelter remember There was a train that collapsed. Oh, right. They came back the next morning and
0: they were like, We literally would have died. Yeah. (laughs) You're fair. But like, if the storm wasn't happening, Gen X had done a lot more. Right. Millennials spent most of the time (laughs) shooting their (laughs) shit.
1: Being millennials.
0: Being being millennials. But they come back. Zeke kills it. i I disclaimer. We're going to go ahead and throw in a disclaimer. I instantaneously was obsessed with Zeke. Um, I was like he's a little cutie he was I think he was like the oldest if not one of the oldest yeah. on the millennial or on yeah on the millennials tribe and he kind of just I remember he had this one confessional and he was I just like wanna I don't know he was like I we should be doing stuff and yeah. I was like yeah king we should be doing stuff <laughs> and so I anything he does I will praise but he starts the fire which they like could not do
1: yeah no Zeke is iconic and is incredible within the game. And also the floral shirts. I don't know. 19-year-old me loves. Absolutely loves. I was obsessed.
0: Definitely not one of cooler kids.
1: (laughs) We can just call it the The Showman's Alliance. Figgy and Taylor, two lovebirds on millennials, start just going at it. Like, because we are a purely audio format, you can't see me making kissy hands.
0: Genuinely, they just start li- going at it. They're making out at yeah. night. Yeah. In the shelter. Yeah. Thinking no one's seeing them. But you know, whatever. Check right. in on Jen. Let's check in on Gen X. Right. Meet the character David. Right. And he is like the definition of anxiety <laughs> right <laughs> and he like tries to find the hidden immunity idol day one obviously everyone knows he's looking for the hidden immunity right so then obviously everyone distrusts him and they well, go david's
1: th- the one who started the fire right
0: wait you're so right yeah i th- I, I don't know if it was episode one, but no, I- it was not. I was touching one. Okay. I'm,
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I jumped ahead. You're right. You're, You're right.
0: You're fine. But they go, so they go to the like reward challenge, and it's just some, like weird. What's a reward and immunity?
1: <laughs> so we're both right.
0: <laughs> and it's like an obstacle course at some point, but the like difference is someone can, you can do a shortcut. Yeah. But you have to. Do something if you do the shortcut or something? If um,
1: you take a shortcut, you have to add on more puzzle pieces in the puzzle yes. at the end. That's what And I mean. so essentially, the Gen Xs are like, oh, we're going to take the shortcuts. So they take both the shortcuts, they have to do the larger puzzle. And the millennials only take one of the shortcuts, save so a medium sized puzzle. And so then millennials are able to finish faster. Mm-hmm. And so they win the challenge. All I really remember of this gameplay was basically just like nobody was speaking to Rachel, who was the bossy girl at the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's how she knew that she was going. Yeah. Um,
0: and so she is. <laughs> and
1: so she goes and yeah. she's gone. And it doesn't really make an impact on me personally.
0: No. And so then, so then in this episode,
1: right, episode two.
0: David makes the fire.
1: (laughs) Oh, the one thing I was going to say about tribal council for the first episode is that they split votes right off the bat. Oh,
0: we are so right. And I think it's
1: so important because it's a big change from 28 because of how much they're worried about idols and idols Mm -hmm. coming into play. So right off the bat, they're splitting idols in order to like, not splitting idols, they're splitting votes try and get this idol out even though they have no idea if somebody has it or not. They're just yeah. so paranoid about it. And like it's definitely a shift from season 28.
0: Yeah, there's much more like thought about it. Splitting the vote is right. a smart move. Because right. all you do is re-vote and vote for the person you wanted out. It like right. it's whatever. So then, episode two, David makes right. the fire.
1: <laughs> I have the biggest love-hate relationship with David because I mean, yeah, he... I don't really enjoy listening to him talk because his anxiety <laughs> rubs off on me. And I'm like, should I also
0: be anxious right now? About yeah, I feel that. But I also feel like I p- would probably be David on the island. Thank-
1: don't reference this podcast if you're ever on there then.
0: I yeah. maybe I wouldn't be David, but I, <laughs> I I feel for him.
1: No, that's fair. That's fair. No, I feel for him. But at the same time, I'm like, again. Girly Pop, welcome to Survivor. Like you are outdoors.
0: You're right. You're you...
1: Right. I'm happy for him and he grows and he's doing a lot. But at the beginning here, I was like, yeah, we've got to figure it out. We've got to get this show on the road. Right. But buddy.
0: I mean, he finds the hidden immunity idol. Exactly. And he uses this hidden immunity idol to develop a relationship with King Ken. King, no, one I'm referring Ken. to a lot of people as kings, but Ken ben. is. I mean, I'll say it. He is a very attractive man.
1: <laughs> I say he's sexy. He's one of the. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He was like season like season twenty eight. There were, weren't that. There was no one that was. I feel. Oh wait, you would disagree. Jeremy, I guess. The... <laughs> yeah. I guess. <laughs>
1: um. No, Ken, Ken is, is a model like, by day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and he, like, oh, was, like, so outdoorsy, like, but, yeah. like, doesn't, no one is really friends with him. And so David decides to share with him that he's, like, found the hidden immunity idol. They decide they want to target Paul. Yeah. Who <laughs> does um, have heat exhaustion.
1: Oh, yeah. Paul is, like, determined to just keep working and then at one point he's just like off alone in the woods, the jungle I guess, it's not really the woods and so he's off in the jungle and he just like falls down and Nell and I were both like, is is he okay?
0: Yeah. Because
1: there was obviously a cameraman with him but nobody really did anything at first and they just kind of wait for others to find him and then, because like- then Sunday walks up and is like, "Paul."
0: Yeah, Paul. it was. It was also like the first time <laughs> medical had really been in Survivor. He's for, like, our for our watching, for our watching, for our watching, yes, it's been yeah. in before, but like for us, yeah. this was the second season we watched, and it was like kind of a it was scary, you know, it was kind of a scary thing. But he's fine. He's fine. He just had heat exhaustion not, not just had heat exhaustion but <laughs> <No. laughs>
1: just fainting kind of hit his head on the ground but bang
0: <laughs> but <laughs> now he... I was like oh
1: I could have done that I would have bounced back
0: <laughs> but he's like cleared and he like continues and back at millennials the figgy tailor of it all is exposed
1: the fig tails of it all sorry it's
0: <laughs> disgusting to me I refuse <laughs> but like Michaela heard them kissing yeah and was like hey <laughs> i'm <not laughs> stupid
1: i know what's going on
0: yeah and so then that added obviously like being in a relationship bigot like instantaneous threat on in either of theirs yeah on their backs yeah then reward an immunity challenge
1: again but- don't m- remember a lot all i know is that the millennials lost yeah um And they are going to go to tribal council. And this was like the day that Michaela outed Figgy and Taylor, either the day or the day after Figgy and Taylor were outed for like having a relationship. And so Zeke being intelligent says, we have to break up this relationship because it's automatically two votes that you will never have control over and will never have any sort of influence. So he immediately starts gunning for Figgy and Taylor and specifically Figgy. And then there's this whole big thing where it gets found out that Sink is targeting Figgy. And so instead, um, Jay and Will go to Figgy and Taylor and like, you guys need to calm it down. And also you need to convince people to not vote for you. And get get to work. So basically Figgy and Michaela like make amends because they had a big argument that morning. And so they go into tribal council and it's like, what is literally about to happen? Because you don't really know who's voting who, who's going where. And the drama ensues.
0: Yeah. So basically at tribal council, while well, Jeff Popes does his like interview thingy where he asks the people questions. Michelle are is speaking to Hannah and is like, we have the votes. You should vote with us. Vote vote for Mari. Like, we have the votes. And Hannah's like, wait, what? Like, I don't... I'm so confused. She's, like, trying to communicate with everyone around her. And, and Jeff is like, hey, like, are y'all three good? What is happening? Basically, like, Michelle is able to convince, stressed out, hannah to vote with them because she has the votes and otherwise she'd be voting against the majority and they vote out mari gamer girl mari and adam and zeke were left on the outside of the move and so going into episode three you watch like them dealing like just being essentially blindsided
1: the important context is that hannah isn't ball of anxiety which is
0: fine which is fair we all
1: we, we deal with it but she was so socially anxious about being on the wrong side of the vote that she was like, well, I guess I gotta. And then voted for Mari.
0: Which, and, yeah, which, like, you can't blame. Like, she. they didn't have the numbers and she she made a fair argument. But being so anxious about Zeke and Adam, like, getting mad at her leads to being more annoyed in the instantaneous aftermath. Like, they're fine after it. She's trying to apologize after and they're like can you just leave us alone for a second like we're dealing with the fact that we looked like idiots yeah just like let us go and she's like no no no. like i I still want to work with you guys yeah you've gotta walk away
1: yeah so episode three comes and there's this weird summit thing where four people from each tribe draw rocks to get to go to a summit and meet each other yeah it's weird and really the biggest thing that comes out of this is that CC and David go from us, two of the four people from the Gen X, and they're on the outside and they make a connection with Figgy and Taylor, who were two of the people that had <laughs> randomly gone for the millennials. David says, I will vote with you guys to vote out a Gen X. He essentially is like, yeah. I will vote with millennials. if It means I can go farther because I don't feel tied to Gen X. Which creates like a weird alliance between like Figtails and CeCe and David that, as watchers that see it all, doesn't really make sense. I guess they just picked up on the vibe, I guess.
0: Yeah, it was like a weird, it was weird. I don't like really remember that vividly. Yeah. Like it was just like a weird, weird thing. But it leads to Figtails. And plus Alliance right. are like, we're gonna target Zeke. And during this, Adam is working to bring Michaela back to like the original grouping because they're like, We we need to vote out, like split up yeah. for me and Taylor. Um, and Michaela is like definitely open to this argument. Yeah. Um, and then they essentially go into um, the reward and immunity challenge, which Gen X lost. <laughs> Yeah. So then they have to go back to Tribal Council. And yeah.
1: Before they go to Tribal Council, though, Paul has this little, like, brigade of Paul's posse as Ken and David say it. So it's basically everyone in Gen X that isn't Ken, David, and Cece. And so the women in his alliance confront him, and they're like, okay, where are we, like, in relation to ranking in this alliance? And Paul essentially makes this comment, and he's like, well... If it came down to it, I wouldn't want to align with any of the women. And so the women in question, Jessica, Lucy, and Sunday, realize we can't trust Paul. We don't want to be in an alliance with somebody who isn't going to work with us. So they flip. And so Jessica, Lucy, Sunday, Cece, Ken, and David all blindside Paul because they were gunning for Ken, I think, or David, one of the Mm -hmm. two. And they take him out. And it was like, whoa.
0: Yeah, it was the first like really big like switch up on the Gen X side. More of a dynamic starts to play where Lucy essentially blames this idea to Chris and Brett that it was Jessica.
1: I don't get why Lucy had to choose violence at the beginning of episode four. (laughs) She said, hey, Chris, Brett, I am just going to backstab my girl, Jessica, and tell you guys, volunteer this information to you guys, that she's actually the fake. I just, I didn't get it. Yeah. I don't, like, what did she gain?
0: Yeah, Nothing. it was a lot. The exciting thing on the millennial side is that Adam finds a immunity idol, which was really cool for him. And he has, like, a very emotional moment on the beach about it.
1: Because it was on a Survivor bucket list.
0: Yeah. um, And it was really sweet. Then there is like talk. Lucy tries to flip Ken and David to vote against Jessica, who Ken finds Lucy annoying, essentially, right. and tries Ping. to set up a way to vote her out.
1: Yeah. Because at this point, Ken and David trust Jessica more than they trust Lucy. So then... David tries to go and tell Jessica, hey, your own alliance is targeting you. They wanna yeah. vote you out. Jessica doesn't believe him. So Jessica goes to Lucy and asks, did you say you were gonna vote me out? Lucy obviously lies because she's not gonna say the truth in that instance. And so she tells her no. All of this drama is happening before the immunity challenge, which they go to again, nothing nothing significant, nothing huge. Gen X loses, so they have to go to tribal council. So again, the scramble is happening. Ken and David feel safer with Jessica. So they're still trying to push her and be like, no, they're gunning for you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so we get to tribal council. And Jessica, I'm going to be frank and honest. I feel like that's what we do best here. Jessica is not playing a great game. Um, Mm -hmm. Quite frankly, she's not playing the game. Yeah. Or she's just playing with a different set of rules and standards and she her whole alliance votes for her and she votes for cc i think yeah she votes for cc but then ken and david vote for lucy because they don't like her and david plays his idol on jessica
0: who did Same not vote with them
1: did not vote with them at all So he saves Jessica and gets Lucy out of the game. And it was just insane because, like, we're watching and we're like, why would you play your idol for somebody that isn't even voting with you and is actively writing down one of your alliance members in the ass? But it it was beautiful. It was well done.
0: And going into episode five, it really does... Helped David and Ken a lot because Jessica was like, I should have trusted you guys and essentially like pledges her loyalty to them. Yeah. But because the immunity idol was played, they like rehide it. And, and David
1: finds it again. David
0: finds it again. <laughs> <laughs> but plot twist, we switch it up and yeah. the tribes are split into, or the players are split into three new tribes
1: Vanua, Takali ikabula yeah yeah i love this because the personalities really come out in my opinion during yes this. and right off the bat it was like this season showed that it was a lot more about pairs and like groups of three playing together rather than like voting blocks or like tribes or things like that because it was like adam and ken got along really well in their new tribe
0: mm-hmm.
1: and brett and sunday had this like Really cute. I don't know. Cutesy relationship, not relationship, friendship. Yeah. Alliance thing on theirs. And then Chris and Zeke connected about Oklahoma of all places. <laughs>
0: Midwest Kings. Midwest Southern. Kings. We
1: love the Tornado Alley. That's what we can say. <laughs> tornado Alley. Um so yeah, that's kind of all that all the drama that was kind of coming out of that swap. They go to the immunity challenge and Venua loses, which genuinely I don't. I I know it's like Chris CC Zeke and David, David, and somebody else,
0: Michelle.
1: Michelle, Michelle. So they go, and basically it's coming down to Millennials v Gen X in that instance. And it's pretty hard to figure out like where it's going to go, but fris ends up flipping on cc
0: mm-hmm. and
1: votes against her but what i remember from this is that david was literally thinking about playing his idol again
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so he's the opposite mindset of everyone else everyone
0: but... who's ever had an idol tony no. <laughs> no david and tony not playing the same the
1: game same. david's like oh well i got the idol might as well play it now
0: yeah
1: and it's more like no
0: hang yeah. on which he doesn't yeah and his thought process is very much like she goes i'm next like i'm weaker or she's weaker than i am and i'm right behind her right so that's why but he doesn't play it and cc goes so right
1: episode six it's yet again more chaos it starts off with jay and will Finding the idol at the Incabula camp. And basically, I remember them just like stumbling upon it. Literally. They were kind of walking through the woods and then it was there. Yeah. And Jay was like, oh my God, bro, look at this idol. Because he and Will are having their like young men in the jungle moment. Gross. But then Michaela walks up on them. <laughs> and... I loved McKayla in this moment because it like pans to a confessional and she goes, I just know that they wouldn't have told me about it if I went to find them. And it very quickly cements in her head. She has to be playing a game for herself. Mm -hmm. She has to work on the social connections. Yes. But she knows kind of where she's standing with those two at that moment. Mm -hmm. But then fast forward to reward challenge the thing that i the only really thing oh there's two big things i need to say biggie makes a comment um when vanua walks in and she sees michelle wasn't voted off she like makes a comment is like, i'm so glad michelle is still here yeah and again pans to michelle in a confessional is like why did she say that now everyone knows that we're tight
0: yeah
1: people already kind of thought but now they know yeah and it just, again, I think it just shows that Figgy was like, oh, well, I'm here. I'm having fun. I want my people around.
0: And I think that they thought they had number like, Figgy, mm-hmm. Michelle, Jay, Will, right, and Taylor right. were a squad from day one, like, right. essentially. And so I feel like in her mindset, she was like, they were the numbers down. Yeah. The only one with, like, numbers down, really. Yeah. And as long as she can keep her group to the merge, like, she's there in it to the end. But, like, it's so foolish because yeah. you never know.
1: Exactly. So like, think a
0: little critically, honey. Sorry, not honey. You're <laughs> older than me.
1: <laughs> you can think still critically. call her honey.
0: Yeah, all right. Yeah. Think critically, honey.
1: So at the reward challenge, nothing really important happens except Hannah is setting out for her tribe. So she is not participating. I think medical comes to check on somebody else or something maybe, I don't quite remember. But then all of a sudden there's a lot of screen time of Hannah just going, I don't I, just, like, I don't feel good. And like, is really anxious. And she essentially faints and needs medical to come and check on her while everyone else is participating in the challenge. And she essentially like, had an anxiety slash panic attack in the midst of a challenge going on but in the moment I remember texting now I was like what is happening is girly okay what is going on
0: And I don't remember if Brett or Chris was sitting out with him without with out with her but it was like one of them and they're like the same person to me they just give off the same energy because they're like buds they were like I think she needs help (laughs) and I was like yeah "Yeah, I think she does too
1: so yeah, reward challenge happens. They go back to camp and this is when Figgy and Taylor on their new tribe, they've been acting this whole time like they're not in love. No, And I guess they haven't been making out in front of other people yet.
0: And or so, so they, they think.
1: Or <laughs> so they think. And so then they're like, well, it's time to tell the tribe that we are in love.
0: And basically by the tribe, Jessica and Ken because Adam's not a fucking, like (laughs) Adam lived with them.
1: (laughs) And they tell Jessica and Ken, oh, like we have something to tell you. And I remember Taylor was like, Figgy, you have to tell Jessica. And Jessica goes to Ken and says, guess what they just finally told me. (laughs) Again, not stupid. They've lived with them for three days and they picked up on it.
0: No, they were like, (laughs) no, we know. But thank you. (laughs) Um, but they thought that they were like doing something <laughs> really good by doing that. So then it gets to immunity <laughs> challenge and essentially Ikabula wins. They're yeah. the first. but she she being Michaela. She. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michaela is like coaching Zeke and Michelle who are doing the puzzle portion to mm. get them into second place so that they won't go to. Um, tribal council which she essentially makes this argument that like the other tribe has a majority of millennials and if they can't determine who to vote out like they're stupid Mm -hmm. so she was still like it's very obviously a very obvious that for a lot of people there's still the millennial v gen x Mm -hmm. like division so takali goes to tribal council
1: yeah and this is a tribe with taylor figgy adam ken and jessica so essentially it comes down to adam being a swing vote mm-hmm. because he could either go with the millennials and vote out i think they were targeting jessica for that vote jessica or ken mm-hmm. or he could go with jessica and ken and finally take out figgy and break up Figtails. so he ends up flipping on the millennials, which I think was the right and correct Absol- and normal decision.
0: Absolutely. He started to play the game for himself. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so they wrote out Figgy and I just, it was really, really cute to me because Ken and Jessica, like have all this bonding time now,
0: mm-hmm. and I they're think bu- they're buds. Buds, they
1: are buds heading into episode seven, mm-hmm. and Adam and Ken are also getting along a lot better. Yeah, and I think it just shows that they, like, they're genuinely starting to connect outside of this whole Gen X thing, and they're genuinely getting the time to get to know each other. So episode seven comes. The only thing I remember from the reward challenge was that David they had to. They had to, like, push this buoy thing around a rope that was tangled on this pole. And the pole was above the head. But David could not, like, push the coconut or buoy or whatever over the pole. And it was so hard to watch. I don't know if you remember this, but I vividly remember, like, being embarrassed and feeling so bad. But anyways... (laughs) Clearly um, did not have an impact on you. No,
0: it did not. The, what I was going to say is David tells Zeke that he has the immunity idol. Yes. Um, and is trying to like build a trust with them. At Ikebula, they're like getting to know each other a little bit more. And Brett has like decided to lie that he's not a police officer. Class Apparently police officers like to lie in this game about being police officers.
1: Or maybe they just like to lie in general.
0: <laughs> Could be both. Um... And he's like saying he's a funeral director, but like Hannah and Jay are like, that just he's a cop.
1: <laughs> like, I get talks like a cop, walks like a cop, acts like a cop, is a cop.
0: Um, and then there's immunity challenge. Ikabula has to go to tribal mm-hmm. council.
1: This is the tribe with Michaela, Will, Jay, Hannah, Brett, and Sunday. So essentially, Brett and Sunday know that it's probably going to be one of them because. The millennials up to this point have made it pretty clear that they want to stick together. And then there's this iconic scene in which the four millennials, Michaela, Hannah, Will, and Jay, are sitting on the rocks and Michaela pulls out. pulls out. She had picked up some seashells and rocks along the way. And so she's using them to describe how they should vote and strategy for the rest of the game because they know the merge is coming. And so she essentially says, it doesn't matter which of these Gen X. People we vote out better Sunday, because either way, we're gonna have the numbers going forward. And we just need to pick one and go with it. So their plan is to split the vote in case there's immunity idol and cause a revote. Mm-hmm. And so they go into tribal council with that. And Michaela shows just like how much she's thinking and how smart she is. Which of course the boys get scared and intimidated by smart, strong women. And they decide to flip. Yep. And Jane will flip on Michaela and vote her out with Brett and Sunday.
0: Which was wild.
1: It was absolutely wild because obviously Michaela's pissed, she is livid. And
0: justifiably so.
1: Justifiably so. But Hannah's reaction was also hilarious because she was in a way blindsided, and of course, took it personally.
0: Yeah.
1: And which, like you
0: would, like you, the four of you were millennials together, and these two made their own personal decision. Yeah. And you don't feel like you have a connection on either side,
1: right? Right. You feel immediately alone in that moment. But yeah, that brings us to the merge. And there's 13 of them left. And it breaks down to, what, seven Millennials and six Gen X. Um, But genuinely, I don't think that plays that big of a role going forward.
0: Because I think, like, you have to remember the, like, root groupings of the Millennials, Mm -hmm. like, are still really strong.
1: Yeah. There's definitely pairings. And, like, threesomes mm-hmm. that are still strong from the beginning. But I don't think that it's, like, millennials are picking off Gen X at any point. Um, yeah. There are definitely relationships from the beginning. But there's, like, a lot of personality going into the post-merge.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. There's some big, fun things to look forward to in the merge. I feel like the merge always, like, there's just you Being are
1: every- a bitty of the merge you
0: because you're I always
1: think- like I love the merge it changes everything because
0: I think like it literally does it's the point of having the freaking merge like <laughs> because everyone now has to interact with each other that like oh. a lot of these people literally have only seen each other at challenges like
1: no i I agree I'm with you <laughs> you just love the merge all
0: right <laughs> I, I do love the merge.
1: All right, so we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, and welcome back. We are now going to jump into our idols, icons, and eye rolls from part one of season 33. So starting off with our idols. Nell, do you want to start off with your moment?
0: I would love to. My moment comes from episode 4 when David plays his idol for Jessica at tribal. And as we talked a little bit about when we were like recapping, I think like that move was so important for David and Ken's gameplay because essentially they got a new person in their grouping and they I don't think they would have lasted yeah. without someone like Jessica on their side yeah, and it showed that they were like two trustworthy people yeah and well from our side you're like why the as like Peter said like why the hell would you play an idol for someone who didn't vote with you like yeah. it ended up being one of the like biggest moves to help them in the game
1: because fortunately it rolled right into the tribe swap where Ken and Jessica were on the same tribe so they yeah had just had this incredible moment of trustworthiness that is immediately followed by like, them having to rely on each other yeah. being the only two Gen Xers on their tribe. And it continues to play out really well with them, for them, because then they can work together to get Adam to vote out Figgy and all of that. So no, it was huge. My idols moment is an immunity challenge, which we also briefly touched on. My, Queen Michaela she was so dominant and specifically in episode six when they were like doing there was some obstacle course or whatnot and then at the end it was this puzzle sort of thing where you you and a partner from your tribe had to guide three balls through this maze like on a turn t- tilt table yeah Lovely table thing like, I don't know yeah. what the name is like Unmovable. a table that's unsteady yeah <laughs> and then so Michaela and whoever she's with, I don't even know, like blows through the challenge. She is the reason that Ikabula wins that challenge because she just has a knack for it, I guess. And then as we already kind of recap, she turns to Zeke and Hannah who are actively doing a bad job on their maze and essentially coaches them from two tables down on how to turn, how to move, what to do next. And not only is that iconic that she can verbalize the movements that they should be making on their table, but it was a moment of her a being a great challenge competitor and be having really good strategy and saying, look, that's the tribe where millennials are down the other tribe. They've got three millennials to two gen X. If they can't figure it out, like it's because millennials weren't going to get their shit together anyways. And there's no reason to sacrifice loyal millennials for people who can't figure out the game on the other tribe.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was that was quite a moment. Yeah. Michaela, what an icon. What Speaking an icon. of icons, <laughs> um, we'll roll flawlessly into our icon segment. A
1: great segue now.
0: Peter, why don't you let us know about your icon? So
1: yeah, obviously right off the bat, Michaela is an icon. It's it does suck that she gets voted out pre-merge but genuinely I think that like she is such she is one of the better players on this season she just didn't quite realize that her, she could talk her way out of the game in the way that she mm-hmm. did and genuinely I think if she just if it just went to Benjay and Will on her tribe and it would have been any other combination of two millennials she would have breezed on through but
0: she's such a
1: great challenge competitor she's outspoken she says what she like she literally confronts so many people and it's honest and it's just so great to watch and after that i guess the second icon that i will say personally is sunday i just think that her like her personality doesn't come out in the first few episodes it takes the tribe tribe swap for her to really kind of like you to really see her mm-hmm. and just watching her interact with Brett and then also her relationship with Jay and Will is also really cute because they like talk about him as she's like kind of a mom to them and it's like it's like sweet and endearing and I just think that she's like a genuinely good human being and all the love to her
0: absolutely
1: who are your icons now
0: um, my icons. Uh, we'll start with the least surprising Zeke. I like literally started the season in episode one. I was like, Zeke is. I think Zeke was someone who made me really fall deep into Survivor. Yeah, I was like, he is the kind of person who knows the game, is really fun, but is mm-hmm. also like a full-on competitor. And he's just, like, funny and, like, always made things light. And I think like, he also had really good gameplay. Mm-hmm. And I just instantaneously became obsessed with him. He was my first icon. And then I have David as an icon. Because David <laughs> David deserves the, like, applause. This is, that- like, your
1: Jatia icon moment.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's true. Because David does... Act, has actual gameplay moments, and Jatia pours rice on a fire. <laughs> David like li- like finds <laughs> two idols, finds yeah. <laughs> plays one, finds the rehidden one. Is building relationships, builds the important relationship with Ken, and I think he like has huge moments. Yeah. Even and I think he's an icon because he's like anxious all the time, and he's sometimes funny, sometimes annoying. But yeah. to me, he's an icon. And then I do have a third one, and it's Ken. And right. mainly because Ken is very attractive.
1: <laughs> like justice for Ken.
0: <laughs> and also his friendship with David is fun. Right. And also he like he lived in the wilderness or something. Yeah. And like they don't use that to their advantage. Right. Building shelters and stuff. And I was like, you guys are stupid. And I love him. So
1: well, also, we would be remiss if we didn't include the fact that he is like a very genuine, deep soulful person and he gets upset and hurt when people like assume that he's just some shallow pretty boy. Yeah.
0: so and he me so
1: yeah. I'm like, now did an injustice. I'm like, so much for being an icon of yours. <laughs> no,
0: you're so right. But I he is a include. collective
1: icon of the podcast. Um, he just, it's. I think he just has such a great story and mm-hmm. is just a genuine, sweet person. Yeah, that. He is both great to look at and great to listen to.
0: You're right. You're right.
1: The, and- the full package, some may say.
0: Yeah, I shouldn't, I should not forget that second half.
1: Fucked up you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then finally, our eye rolls of season 33, part one. So, the, our favorite, most dramatic moments, times we sometimes maybe wish we didn't see on the screen, but make us love this show. I can't decide. So, I need you to decide.
0: Okay. Well, I know what mine is, and mine is um, Figgy and Taylor.
1: Figtails, <laughs> call it what it is. Figtails.
0: I hate that. Figtails. <laughs> I hate them. I hate, I hate, it. I hate that they, like, instantly are a thing, and I hate that they think that they are, like, above it no one's gonna care that they're a romance and I also mm. hate that they think that they're so smart that no one knows when they like you guys are so stupid weird and I hate it I hate it <laughs> there's also like I don't know if I'm allowed to be like he like lo- I think Taylor Loki cheated on his girlfriend with Vicky, or he either cheated on his girlfriend or like he had gotten someone pregnant <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't be the source of this information, <laughs> no. but like I know. Especially that... when
1: you're so unsure about it, <laughs> just put this out there.
0: But I no no no. I he see, there was a pregnancy involved, and so it was also like the other layer of like clearly Taylor's an asshole.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> you really hate.
0: <laughs> and like I just found like them thinking they're above it all annoying, like, so they're my <laughs> eye roll. <laughs>
1: My eye roll is Paul not trusting women, really. Maybe I'm misinterpreting this comment um, from me. But I just was really, I don't know, it just continues to show these themes on the show with this men who just want to kind of stick with their men alliance. And I don't know, I genuinely was happy to see kind of the women turn and flip. Because, I don't know, I feel like in many instances that wouldn't have happened. And so, like, I think just, I guess I was just rolling my eyes at Paul because it was, okay, great. Yet again, you're going to go down this path of men versus women. Yeah. And, like, I'm glad that you got caught for it and that people turned on you. So thanks for saying that, I guess, give us a moment to really see your true colors and then vote you off. And yeah, I just, I think at the end of the day, I'm just glad that the women were not like, oh, well, we'll just wait until later. And they said, no, No. this is not like, we're not going to trust you. Goodbye. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was my Biggest eye roll of the moment of the season so far because it was just, oh, you're really going to say that again? Like, yeah, another, like, two episodes
0: episodes in a row where we have to talk about a man hating women on this podcast.
1: Tired of it. (laughs) (laughs) There will probably be plenty more episodes to come where we have to talk about that. (laughs)
0: Absolutely.
1: All right. So, those were our idols, our icons, and our eye rolls from season 33, part one.
0: Thanks everyone for listening. Be on the lookout for episode four, where we will talk about the second half of season 33, Millennials v. Gen X. There's going to be so many incredible moments that we recap because the end of the season gets really good.
1: As always, follow us on Instagram, follow and review our podcast, wherever you're listening to us, and be on the lookout for plenty more content to come your way.